Welcome to Ensemble, where the sum of the whole is greater than its parts. This week's bite-sized episode is going to cover the hottest topics in the financial and crypto world to give you tools to feel smarter at the dinner table and more informed in the markets. My name is Tim, with me is Dean, and today we are your Ensemble. Well, Dino, let me take you back a few months. In the wake of Terra's capitulation in May, Celsius then crashed, filed for bankruptcy, and basically crashed the entire crypto market, liquidating hundreds of billions of dollars from us. They've since, as I mentioned, filed for bankruptcy, and there's been ongoing legal proceedings. As part of those proceedings this week, it was released that a 14,532-page document detailing every user's full name, physical and crypto address, as well as their portfolio withdrawals, etc., has become public. Talk to me about what happened. Well, Tim, it's probably one of the biggest breaches or, or privacy breaches in the crypto history. In essence, any wallet that has ever touched Celsius has now become exposed and linked to an identity. So this is a key example of how KYC or knowing your client has hurt honest consumers who've had highly sensitive information made public. So not only will the Celsius leak go down as one of the greatest breaches of user information ever, but this breach may actually lead to many customers being compromised in so many ways. Think about it practically. If Tim's information on how much he had in his wallet, what he withdrew, or what was liquidated at a certain point has now been made public, well, you know, your friends are more than welcome to come knock at your door and ask for a favor. But this goes on top of further information which was leaked, and that includes how top Celsius executives withdrew over $30 million in cryptocurrencies in the month before suspending customer withdrawals from the platform. Arguably, they had insider information on what was about to happen, and they protected their personal uh, financial situation. So I guess the key question is, Tim, have you unbanked yourself? Thankfully, I have unbanked myself, just not with Celsius. Uh, as a little reminder to everyone, not your keys, not your coins. And I just really do hope that Mashinsky, the CEO of Celsius, enjoys the rest of his life in prison alongside Duquan from Terra. But anyway, while this massive story was happening, BNB, uh, which is the blockchain that Binance utilizes, Binance being the largest crypto exchange in the world, was hacked for over half a billion dollars. And because of the gravitas of the Celsius story and the impact that it had on every user, everyone's touched by this somehow, no one's really known or cared about what's going on with BNB. So they've been quite lucky from, from, uh, from a timing perspective. But let's now shift our attention to a different centralized financial entity, but this time in the traditional fiat world, PayPal. They released this week, just a couple of days ago, a new policy update that I will read to you now, Dean, and then I'll get you to give a bit more background. You may not use the PayPal service for activities that involve sending, posting, or the publication of any messages, content, or materials that in PayPal's sole discretion promotes misinformation with a fine for that being $2,500 that they can just sap from your account without telling you. Well, Tim, this has really gone down as an absolute bad move by PayPal. We first had David Marcus, one of the former PayPal executives, and one may remember him from Meta's Libra uh, crypto project, uh, tweeting the following. He said, it's hard for me to openly criticize a company I used to love and gave so much to. But PayPal's new acceptable use policy goes against everything I believe in. 
private company now gets to decide to take your money if you say something they disagree with. Insanity. And shortly after David tweeting this, we had other PayPal mafia, including David Sachs and Elon Musk replying to it, which really led to PayPal backtracking on its published policy and claiming that it had gone down and been released in error. How ironic is that? Misinformation so, for misinformation, hey? The key question, Tim, is does PayPal pay each of us $2,500 for this misinformation? How you start the class action suit, I'll be right behind you. Uh, but it is a scary thought to think about what this could mean for a potential CBDC, a central banked digital currency. This is one that's small centralized financial institution, let alone what a government could do. Anyway, talking about the PayPal mafia, we can't seem to keep Elon out of the news for a couple of weeks. What happened with him this week? Well, earlier this week in some SEC filing documents, it was revealed that Musk's lawyers had asked Twitter to stay their legal proceedings so Musk could consummate the transaction. And shortly after this became public knowledge and a bit of a hype on Twitter, Musk tweeted the following. He said, Buying Twitter is an accelerant to creating X, the everything app. So I guess, will he create this or will WeChat continue to be the dominant everything app for now? Well, WeChat is still just confined to China. So I'll tell you what, I'll be the first to sign up for an X. We'll see how we go. Anyway, Ensembles, we, we always tell you that you're not alone, that you're part of our Ensemble. And we know it's been a bleak couple of months geopolitically in the macro economy, inflation surging, interest rate surging looming of war. I mean, President Biden even this week came out and tweeted the A word, Armageddon. And we know that it's very hard to see optimism and positivity in the markets when we know that Armageddon or potential of an escalation into a larger scale war is on the table. But we want to give you a little bit of optimism as we move into Q4 this year. So September is over. September traditionally being the worst month for the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. It's also been the worst month for Bitcoin and Ethereum in the 13 years that Bitcoin has been around. This month, not only was Bitcoin not down, but it was actually up 0.7%. It's not much, but we're going to take it. And that month is over. And since the month being over, since October 1, the NASDAQ and the S&P have remained exactly neutral. Basically, where they are now is exactly where they were on the 30th of September. So a little bit of positivity, a little bit of hopium for all of our ensemblers. Let's continue to use this time to stack sats, to hodl, to build, and prepare ourselves for a really strong 2023. Ensemblers, we'll see you all next week.